0: Press the button, asshole.
1: I'm learning to love myself again. Slowly
0: What's up? Welcome to another episode of Snacks Packs. Uh, this episode is brought to you by the Foundation to Uh, get Elon Musk to buy Facebook and then run it directly into the ground so it dies forever.
1: Or um, to metaphorically turn it into a submarine and go to the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) As one would say. Um,
0: And then you can check out our sub foundation, the foundation to get Goose to play fucking scary games with me. Because, uh, dude, 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 I I bought this new game good called me. The Outlast Trials, which is like really spooky. It's like it's actually really fun. I didn't know how they were gonna. It was it's is like that a,
1: the in person one where you got the camera?
0: Uh, so Outlast is known for having the camera, but in this one, you're using night vision goggles. And like the the concept is actually really cool. You're like a homeless dude in like the 1959. You see this flyer that's like you know poor, lost, lonely. We can help you. And you go to this facility. And they basically kidnap you and they drill these night vision goggles to your head and you're in a cell and you have to go through these trials to be reborn and you through the trials you get freedom tokens and you buy your freedom back it's it's a whole thing um gruesome. But, but it's like but it's it's like that's how it's multiplayer cuz you're in like the oh. resting area where your cell is you can decorate your room however you want you're in the resting area with everybody else in multiplayer and like there's a big sign on the wall that says like Two hundred and ten thousand people reborn, and that's how many oh people have completed God. the trials. And I was like, "Damn!" I was like, "This is actually pretty fucking cool." But it is super.
1: So you just finish the game. You got. You got to you go through all these different trials. Like the first. It's one, a multiplayer game that you finish.
0: Yeah, kind of. Yeah, you can stay in as long as you want, but you can finish it. But like, oh, I,
1: oh, what do you?
0: What okay. do you mean?
1: Because you're saying. I thought they had to do the trials to be reborn and I thought being reborn would be the end of the game.
0: That's yeah, but it's still it's replayable. Over and over oh, again. Okay. Uh,
1: it's kind of like how and they you have know, like d- different trials and stuff.
0: Yeah. So the first one was a police station and it's all in this big warehouse that they have. They've like staged this shit. So it's like the first one's a police station. You have to execute this guy who's been labeled a snitch and he's like a- strapped to a chair. And there's like a psychotic, like these fucking psychotic people walk around the like staging area. Uh, it's very, you have to look at pictures. It's very like dystopian esque because there's like mannequins everywhere that are like animatronic and move around and shit. And it's all in like the 60s yeah so uh and like there's like psychopaths that run around and try to hurt you and you can't fight back you just have to hide like one dude so they have these little doors and every every i forgot i don't know how long oh
1: yeah i've seen the art style yeah yeah
0: yeah, it's kind of like bioshock a little bit Uh, yeah yeah exactly but i don't know how long it is but ever so often the door will start to like a siren will go off and it'll open and this guy will come out and he's got like a pesticide sprayer full of like LS MK Ultra basically and he sprays you in the face and you lose your sanity and you get attacked by like a a spirit thing I forgot what he's called but it's really fun super cool and I was playing it and uh,
1: uh dude the pictures of this yeah. game are scary yeah. No way. yeah i will play
0: this. i was playing it and someone was like oh do you think you can get goose to play this with you and i was like absolutely not i was like goose won't play like sons of the forest with me he won't play this no he will not play this, this
1: is... at all oh my God. i fucking watching someone play the original outlast and i think the second one was like a full on horror movie. Yeah, there's So scary. That, that, that game got me. And and like even though a lot of it is jump scares, they do it right. Yeah, you they know? do it it's very well. Just, it's really good. It's, it's really good. yeah.
0: Because like you'll be you'll be like crouching around and you'll be like oh I got this. And then that siren will go off that releases that guy and you're like oh fuck. So you got to get up and just sprint back to where you were hiding and hope he doesn't find you and shit. They do it. They do a really good job it is i really like the concept of this one and you can like visit the pharmacist and buy drugs and stuff like that to help you in the trials and all this other stuff that sounds really neat it is super fun it is i was i was kind of uh surprised by it because i was like i was wondering how they were going to make this a multiplayer (laughs) game but they did a really good job so it's it's a concept i haven't seen before um i have not seen before at all so
1: it's a good Uh... time that does sound kind of neat. I've mostly just been playing Deep Rock because yeah. they started the new season. I'm going ham on that shit. Very ham. Uh, it's kind of been a little frustrating, though, because, I don't know, the start of this season, especially, has been a lot of new people, and they are jumping right into the spiciest missions, and they don't know how to. They don't know their the, ass the from fuck their they're ankles. doing, yeah. Yeah, and it's just. Uh, it's kind of a it's i've been like p- choosing to play the game solo more often which i'm like i never thought i would Dude, do that yeah, yeah yeah i feel like that plus what i'm times. i'm trying to get the platinum for that game and it's like one of the most intensive fucking platinums i've really? ever fucking seen yeah cuz you have to get all of your dwarves i think to a gold promotion which is which is 12 promotions per dwarf. And so you have to get all four. You have to do 48 promotions. Damn. Which means you have to get to level 25, 48 times. Damn.
0: Yeah, that's brutal. Damn.
1: And uh, that's one of the trophies for it. And then the other one is to do 100 solo missions. Damn. Which, uh, I've I've been every time I log on now I do like one or two and I'm up to like thirty five I'm like holy yeah. shit it, that's
0: how that's how Atlas Trials is playing solo I was like I was I played solo for the first time so I was like whatever let me just see what it's what it's about and I was like the last part of the mission is you have to hold down the lever to electrocute this guy for a certain amount of time and there's this like super tough dude that's like after you the entire time. And I'd have to, like, run, hold it for a couple seconds, run and hide. And someone came into my chat and was like, yeah, this is really hard to do solo. And I was like, you don't fucking say, because oh, this is a pain okay. in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was a That makes nightmare. sense. So,
1: they don't, I guess they don't really scale it like that for yeah. a single player. Yeah, exactly. Um, Deep Rock will is way easier by yourself. I, I
0: can... If Absolute if you were playing Deep Rock on the computer, I would download it again, but I know you don't can't want to, restart. Yeah, I don't want I know you don't want to
1: restart, so I was like, alright. All right, Maybe right. when I get the platinum, uh, I'll give up and be like, Alright, I'm yeah, done with yeah. it on my PlayStation. That's
0: fair. I get that. I get that. I'd be like that sometimes
1: too. I'm like, I don't want to play. Deep rock just fucking scratches the deep lizard part of my brain. Yeah. It's it's really good. I get I that. Like it. I like it a lot.
0: You watch uh, any new movies lately?
1: uh yeah we saw a transformers movie oh yeah that's right how was Fucking, it yeah i saw a goddamn transformers <laughs> movie bro because now reagan works every other weekend so i now had the weekend to myself i was like i'm gonna go do something that reagan wouldn't want to do which is see transformers, transformers dude at one in the afternoon hell yeah how and, was it uh honestly pretty badass really? like it was i would put it in let's see Original Transformers is number one. That movie is so Fair. good. Uh, and then Bumblebee and then this movie. Maybe okay. actually even this movie right above Bumblebee, to be honest. Really? There was more in this movie that I liked than in uh, than in Bumblebee. Bumblebee didn't have enough of what I liked, you know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I, I understand this that. This movie had it all. There was badass fighting, and there there was a bunch of fucking uh, Beast uh, Transformers being badass as beasts, and Hell I was like, yeah. that's w- what I wanted, that's yeah. That's move, yes, yes. The, they had a lot of, like, classic kind of, I don't know, kind of classic movie stuff of, like, list of you know kind of cheesy scenes to music scores and yeah, shit like yeah, yeah. that and you know they always have to do the human story and the robot story Naturally. but this movie that made the robots like a real ass character because i'm like that's my biggest complaint about transformers one is it's mostly about shia labeouf yeah and then there's like cool robots in the background but this movie's like about the robots beef and then there's like kind of humans on the side so that's it cool was, it i was, like that yeah it was i fucked with that uh d davidson very annoying he's Match- the voice oh, of was one he? of the most annoying robots yeah. in the whole movie um yeah pretty yeah but yeah. The, the the uh st- st- human story was a black lady who was a scientist and a puerto rican dude from new york so they were like no no white people yeah, at all in the fuck movie, white actually. people agreed hard agree and, love that and it had a bunch of classic rap for the nice. soundtrack which nice. I was like, you know, I don't really I think it's lame of a choice. I'm like, we got other rap now, my guys. Yeah, but I yeah. still like I get it. I still like Noss, I like Biggie, yeah. I like Wu Chi. Yeah, yeah. You can't get tired no. of them. Yeah. So it was it was honestly sick. And the action was just Outrageous! It was the badasses, <laughs> dude. Hell yeah! I couldn't believe a spoiler. There's no Megatron in this movie, and I was kind of like, "Where's Megatron?" Yeah. The whole movie. Yeah, what the fuck? That dude always shows, shows up, up, up in every story from <laughs> the bottom of the ocean yeah. or the other side of the moon, and they're like, "There's Megatron." But in this one, I was like, Where I thought someone he? was gonna be Megatron. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, was this guy Megatron the whole time?" Nope. No, no. Nope. Fuck. He just he took a he took a little he took a little uh, sit out. Because I'm doing do, yeah at the end. I don't know if it was real, if they would actually do it. Actually, I think it might be, because I just read some news about this. But they teased at the end a GI Joe crossover.
0: Wait, yeah. like like Channing Tatum yeah. GI Joe or like we don't know. Ooh, we don't know, yeah. dude.
1: Channing Tatum now be a crazy hole. I could not imagine it. I love Channing Tatum That would be amazing. Uh, the GI Joe movies are pretty bad. I yeah, I like obviously that bullshit. But man, those were.
0: My Hard favorite pipeline is the musclehead, like Hollywood heartthrob, to just like batshit, like fucking does whatever they want and is funny yes. pipeline,
1: like yeah, like Channing, uh, Daddy Pattinson. yeah, yeah, yeah. He did it. Um, I mean, Shia LaBeouf was before he was awful. Yeah, he was on one. Yeah, he was it, crazy he was. shit. He was all over the place. I don't know if he ever qualified as heartthrob. I yeah, well, I, Lottner, feel like I think we just left in the woods and forgot yeah, about I him. Yeah, forgot
0: about him. Where like I don't what, know. What, that dude just stopped after Twilight, which is fine. I, like get I mean that back, you kind of you kind of he was in a couple things after uh after Twilight, but with 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 like Shovel Face, you kind of get the uh you get the Harry Potter effect where you did this film that was so popular that you can just kind of fucking do whatever you want now, and that's great. I I, res- I love the fuck out of Robert Pattinson. Um, yes, you can yes. do whatever you want. So he was just doing like wild shit now, which I uh, full on support. Um, a hundred and ten percent support. There was someone else I was thinking. Dude, of I, in I'm that glad that Chris
1: Evans is being in movies for adults now. Yeah, too, yeah. I'm sick of the Marvel shit. Me too. I and when he was in that Grey Man movie, he like he made that movie awesome. Yeah, I was like. Chris Evans fucking he's a great energy. I kinda missed this shit.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I agree. He was good at knives out too. Knives Out was a good yeah, very good. I'm there was I'm someone at else Taylor I had in, here. I was someone else I okay. had in mind for the, the pipeline. Oh the pipeline. Yeah, I'm trying to think who the fuck it was. Go Let's see. Ahead. If I can
1: do Robert Pattinson, who do say people also search for? Let me see if they got anybody on that.
0: I watched two movies that I haven't seen before that have been out, but one was Arrival. I'd never seen that movie. Um I feel like uh, we've talked about. It. I feel like you've told me to watch that movie before.
1: What's it about? It's about aliens coming to oh arrival arrival yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you said just arrival. No arrival, no. bad dude. Movie. I
0: really because I kept seeing clips dude. of it on my for you page, and I was like, I really like the way they portrayed like the aliens. It's in like this one movie. of the
1: best alien meeting movies. Yeah, ever
0: it, made. it very much like it very much reminded me of three body and how like the protocol for meeting aliens would be if it actually happened i could yes, see it exactly. like that's like the, yes. the the three body movie, of the movie how it is happen. actually like
1: there's a lot of the echoes of rendezvous with rama which was that arthur c clark book yeah about aliens coming into the solar system and we just went to go see what it was about yeah uh, the, the what's i gonna say about Arrival. Oh, I, never mind. I don't remember. That movie, yeah. I, I absolutely love that movie. Very I, good. I, I can't believe you hadn't seen it.
0: I, yeah, I because I was like, I just, I don't know. I had seen the cover for it, but I didn't know what it was about. I figured it was an alien movie, oh. but I was like, I don't know what this is about. Then I saw clips of it, and like one clip was like them talking to the aliens, and I was like, this looks fucking badass. So I watched it, and it was really
1: good. Dude, it's, it's because it is Denis Villeneuve. Dude, that guy never misses. He's like the... True. Most consistent director fucking hands down
0: uh the other it was movie, Ryan
1: Gosling was that gonna be the guy you were gonna say the pipeline yeah the potties, the oh, cool he movies? wasn't gonna be the
0: one I could say I was gonna say, but he fits it perfectly. I love. I think Ryan Gosling is a fucking national treasure, and, like, I he's want been, yeah, he's I want awesome. him in more stuff, and I love that, like, he's, he's, been awesome. he's not, like, a serious actor where it's, like, oh, I've got to, you know, I, I've got to look cool the entire time, I can't, you know, no one can get the draw from me, blah, 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 um, I'm not trying to really call out The Rock, but, like, I'm just saying, like, you know, I can't lose Don't
1: call out, you know, I should say I'm
0: not right saying bad right. things about him, but I'm like, I like that. Oh. In my, in my personal opinion, I like someone who can, you know, get the shit kicked out of him and it'd be funny they're they're like like him and the nice guys where he like he like smashes the window and cuts himself where he's trying to break into a place and he like passes out and goes to the hospital as he's trying to do a b e so um i like someone who can just like have fun with themselves and doesn't take themselves too seriously
1: dude i look at the fucking denisville new movie like all his movies i am like holy shit these are just every one of these movies are like bangers the best uh, the other movie... Reagan I w- loves Arrival because it's one of the only movies that has a linguist as a hero. Yeah, is, that's a, that is
0: badass. I, yeah. It is really cool. I mean, yeah, like... Yeah, the nerd did yeah. it. <laughs> um,
1: damn, he fucking... Will Smith punched the aliens in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <you know? laughs>
0: Goddamn Sicario, Arrival, Blade I Runner, love too. Sicario. I mean, Jesus, Sicario is such a fucking hard film. That bridge scene, that hard. Hard. The, uh, the other movie I watched was Megan. Uh, let me see that. Uh, I don't know that one. About. Oh, wait, do I? Yeah, it's the robot doll. Uh, no, I didn't actually see that movie. It's really good. It's honestly. Is it creepy? It's, it looks
1: really creepy.
0: It's creepy, but also, like, you know, there's some parts where it's like, all right, come on. Like, it's, you know, you're dealing with, like, an android robot doll. There's going to be a few, like, somewhat kind of cheesy esque parts, but for the most this part, it's.
1: It's horror, mystery, thriller. It's a horror comedy. For the most
0: part it's pretty good. Like it is, it is kind of like cuz like the whole premise is like the girl, uh Gemma the main character works for a toy company and her sister and her husband die in a car accident and she has to take care of her niece basically. And she works for this toy company and she's working on this robot Megan and basically whatever she's like fuck it i'm just gonna go all in on megan makes megan and megan like pairs with a child and she learns as she goes so the more the child interacts with megan the more uh the more she like you know learns and i like how they they made it very like no, they didn't, they weren't like this is why she's like this because it was a rush job and we didn't think of everything but they portray it very well to be like we got to get this out now we got to be the first to jump on this to where they don't put in proper safety parameters with megan so it's like you know she doesn't understand that you're not supposed to hurt a human she just knows she's supposed to protect katie no matter what the oh, the niece sure. so she's like i'm going to protect katie at all costs so and she goes fucking crazy Um, but I like the way they did it. It was really good. It's kind of, there are some creepy parts like, and there are some, there are some funny parts like uh, they're out. She's taking her niece to go to this like outdoorsy alternative schooling thing and it's the niece and megan is sitting in this seat next to her and the camp counselor comes up and was like oh we got two new campers or whatever and the gym is like oh no that's my niece and the other one's a doll and then megan like turns her head and starts talking and the camp counselor's like what the fuck and she's like "Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's good i it's on amazon prime so um it's really good i liked it i liked it a lot
1: i'm looking at taylor lautner's thing right now and the most recent thing he was in was in 2020 and it was called miss americana i was like what is that movie about it's actually just a documentary about taylor swift so what, the most really? recent <laughs> movie taylor laudner was in was a documentary about Damn. somebody else what was he? did I, it's he like crazy to think that taylor swift? oh no here we go 2022 home team how was that movie uh no i don't know anything about this movie this is something else yeah that looks like some terrible uh, uh child sports movie for netflix it's crazy to think that i have been working i know you know taylor Lautner made his money like news yeah, loaded yeah 100 percent, yeah, yeah, over yeah like i'm not like i have more money than taylor Lautner, but it is it's weird to think that he's works to make money you know yeah and i have been working more than taylor Lautner in the last 10 years yeah like in Twilight, what has he done? He's like, I've done eight movies. I'm like, bro, that's thirteen years yeah, ago. Like, what?
0: Made all his money what though, dude. He's like, he's yeah. like, fuck it, I ain't got, I ain't got to do nothing. So nah,
1: I'll, he's like, whatever. I'll show up in some shitty Netflix movie. for a million dollars for a million dollars. Yeah, million
0: like, dollars, yeah. I'm. He's like, sure. I'm the fucking Twilight guy. So. Yeah, I would be, like, Shark shameless,
1: Boy. dude. Yeah. I'd be, like, Sam Jackson in the 90s, dude. I'd be in everything. everything. I would just be doing whatever the fuck
0: bad, I God. wanted, dude. Doing whatever the fuck I wanted.
1: Um... There was. Steven <sighs> Jackson is black royalty, dude. That guy is. That guy is really in goddamn everything. He is. It is crazy yeah. It's crazy how many movies that guy.
0: And it's crazy that he's like he's met everybody. It's he's he's one met of those every person. It's one of those things of like now. I feel like now if an actor was like in everything, he'd be like, goddamn, just fuck off. Um
1: but, <laughs> now, except but for Nick Cage yeah except
0: for Nick Cage obviously <laughs> but I feel like when there I think you have to be a certain age to be like in everything where and everyone's like yeah cool like you've been doing it your whole career you're in everything not dude, so He's
1: making r- Marvel money and Star Wars money. Yeah. Damn. That, <laughs> Samuel
0: Samuel Jackson has a wealth that is unfathomable to That's me. That's like, unfathomable. You're getting Marvel and Star Wars money. That dude How is I think he's worth. That dude is milking the the disney teat 110 oh, he was in
1: 2011 he got a guinness world record for being the highest grossing actor of all time no shit uh yeah he is estimated to be worth 250 million damn i feel like it'll so be more but like you well because and this is smart the way to back figure it is like they bought a mansion for eight million yeah. dollars it's like if you have this much money you need this much money to buy a mansion for eight million dollars you know what i mean yeah yeah. He, oh my god this says uh every lead role he performs is 10 to 20 million dollars jesus <laughs> christ dude that's crazy the guy's been that's i mean he's been in star wars dude he's been in a bunch of tarantinos he's been in jurassic park you know what i mean yeah like, yeah it's it's unbelievable Seventy four. I, mean, I feel like he's still got twenty. Dude, years Oh, now. easily.
0: Easily. No one gets tired of seeing Samuel L. Jackson. No. Um no. no one no one remembers the guy that was like, Oh, I'm so tired of seeing Samuel L. Jackson. You
1: know who we did get tired of? Who? Eddie Murphy.
0: Yeah. You're just like, hey, you know what? Nah. I feel like I feel like one of the reasons why is because Eddie Murphy might be like that in real life, but it always seems like he's playing kind of a character. Like very very over the top, I guess.
1: And he is, I mean, he's Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he's Eddie you Murphy. Know, people hire Eddie Murphy for the Eddie Murphy yeah, part. Exactly. You know? yeah, but whereas Samuel true. Jackson, except for Norbit, where he played seven different yeah. characters <laughs> that um, definitely weren't all uh, Eddie Murphy.
0: Um, and, and, but where Samuel Jackson, he's just Samuel Jackson. He's like an even keeled, just fucking that's true calm person. So it's like you just you can take that. All or the he time. can go crazy if yeah he or he can go crazy if you want yeah um, yeah no I, yeah
1: um, are you talking Eddie Murphy is making Shrek money though yeah so.
0: he, yeah that is true Eddie Murphy is I mean Eddie Murphy's making more money than any of us will ever have but I mean, but true. still you know
1: and unless we get bought our podcast gets bought by that'll never happen I don't know. We will never, George Soros. We will never get sponsors.
0: We will never get bought by anybody. We have talked shit on anybody who makes sponsor podcast money, unless like, unless like maybe
1: like a pool filter maybe Yeah, thing, sure. yeah.
0: <laughs> any, <laughs> any chemical waste companies want to buy ad space on sure. our podcast? We've,
1: we've, uh, uh, we'll
0: fit you in there. Yeah, well, we'll
1: even come up with the funny like natural ways to bring it in. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um,
0: Like I feel like there's there's For DuPont. never yeah there's never going to be uh, amazon's not going to be like hey you know we want to you know buy ad space Or we want to add your podcast who, to one day. I don't,
1: who even buys ad space on podcasts who does that like is that hello fresh
0: hello fresh basically yeah that's like the number one everyone hello fresh and better help are the two fucking help. yeah they're the shitty therapist company that is like oh you can do therapy online but they really just like they make profiles for every registered therapist and then like when you try to book with them it's even like, if oh. you don't make even it, if yeah. you don't aren't on better help and they're like oh this one's unavailable let's try this one that is actually on better help yeah they're fucking shady as fuck um
1: that sucks dude.
0: yeah yeah hello fresh and better help are the two like if you listen to pot, it's like the whole meme of like horror podcasts where it's like her eyes were cut off, her ears were cut off, her nose were cut off. Use yeah, code this, yeah. this, and that on HelloFresh to get your first 10% off of your first <laughs> order. It's like, all right,
1: goddamn. I'm seeing this. I clicked on this thing that uh, Samuel Jackson's in called Secret Invasion, and it says. Nick Fury learns of a secret invasion of Earth by a faction of shape-shifting scrolls. What?
0: <laughs>
1: I was like, "Damn, All Sam right. Jackson, what do you do? get that bad? Yeah, you get the bad, dude, get the bad. bad. If you got." If
0: you've got Samuel Jackson money, like money to pay Samuel Jackson, you got to have enough money to produce like not a terrible film, I guess. Dude,
1: snakes on a plane and yeah. Shaft. Yeah, those are two uh, more movies that it was just everywhere. You know what movies everyone are, knows about?
0: Uh, a fucking Fever Dream to me. Um, what movie? That used to play. It used to play on Comedy Central all the time, and it is like it is one of my many. Uh, voice ticks in my head, and it is—is is it he- gonna
1: be the Tom Green movie, fucking Freddy?
0: No, 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 It's the Hebrew Hammer. Um,
1: I don't know what that. Do you
0: never seen that movie? They used to play it on Comedy Central all the time. Um. Yeah, the Hebrew Hammer. Oh, yeah, with Andy
1: Adam Goldberg yeah. and Andy Dick. Yeah, uh-huh. Andy Dick is, is the a lot f- of garbage. Andy, Andy, well, Andy Dick is garbage. So there is that. garbage. He is I hate garbage. that they hire him all the time. He's the
0: worst. I haven't seen him in anything recently at all. Ever. Um. Ever since like he just became like a giant piece of shit. Um. Uh. But he was in a lot of stuff back then. Like you know, employee of the month. Which was like a kind of mid film, but it was kind of funny, and he had one funny Dude, line. That
1: movie was funny to me, yeah, uh, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, when I was, yeah, was, was growing, yeah, yeah,
0: exactly, um,
1: hilarious. Who? This is a ninety three Honda. Yeah, how dare
0: I quote that all the time? Or the the one funny line Andy Dick had, where he's he works the glasses hut and. She, the person's like, "When will I have my?" He's like, "This is welcome. oh, the well, about an hour." Yeah, welcome to glasses in about an hour, and they're like, "When will I have my glasses?" And he's like, "In about an hour." So <laughs> yeah, so that's the only funny thing. I, I mean, I can't think of really anything else he's been in that has been, uh, you know, worthy of even talking. I guess he was in in the army now with what Polly Shore.
1: um He was wait. Oh yeah, you're right. That's right who was i thought he's on tv a lot isn't he it, i don't think so i don't think he's in shit anymore
0: yeah he's uh, still on yeah. tv and is movies. he really oh yeah uh who was the guy that beat the shit out of him uh that was a
1: uh, fucking not it was hold john on. lovitz john lovitz that's yeah Yep. Yeah i love john lovitz too. he's really funny yeah he is he's great he's phenomenal i always uh, loved the movie rat race a yeah, kid. You yeah yeah that, that is that like funny like, that has some of my like earliest yeah hits. same I, like some of those phrases yeah that is i think I, of
0: yeah that's one of the first movies i remember watching was rat race
1: uh it was Is i don't know something about that movie was perfect for me as a kid i just like i love how bright and like up in the all the ska in the sound. I wonder track. plus it ends with sh- with fucking smash mouth, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah,
0: I wonder if uh I wonder if Rat Race is like a middle class like I feel like anyone I've talked to who has watched Rat Race was like somewhere in the middle class i feel like is that like a class
1: marker uh, yeah like a like a, a collective a middle class childhood yeah, yeah. yeah
0: did you did you watch rat race as a child um
1: you're like oh uh, no i didn't but i remember my you know brother did yeah mm, yeah okay. Okay. Mm, okay i mean you're still
0: yeah. there but just by proxy yeah, yeah. uh fucking but i i mean those i Megan and The Arrival were the only two movies I've watched recently that I can, like...
1: Megan and I got into The Wire so now. Oh, so I remember you telling one. me that, yeah. It's so good, dude. It's so awesome. I really like it. I like I like getting into the sick-ass hour-long stories that go on for, like, the whole, you know, whole season. Yeah, yeah. The whole season. It's the shit and dude it's like it's extremely rich with lingo i've had to explain a decent amount of it to reagan cause she's listening to them and doesn't always get what like the fuck like uh about. Cop, lingo cop lingo and slang okay. yeah and both, slang. <laughs> both. it's all like she's super not, technical yeah not hip with the 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 slang she doesn't watch as many cop and robber movies as
0: i that's have that's fair that's fair i mean you know cop and robber movies are fucking sick even it's though sickness, you know dude. cops aren't, but like movies, cool. They're not. Yeah, cool movies, movies? where people yeah. shoot at the cops. Pretty sick. Pretty cool. Pretty sick. You're telling me you didn't like the town with fucking Ben Affleck and Jeremy Renner, dude. Uh, Jeremy oh, Renner is yeah. another actor that I fucking love. I think he is incredible. Um,
1: did we have any other updates? Or did you got any, you got anything going on? I thought it was funny the the whole Twitter thing where it like. Like... Collapsed completely yeah, after he stopped yeah. paying for his uh, Google yeah.
0: contract. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, you're limited I, to what, like six thousand. Looking at six thousand posts a day so or something. Funny. That's hilarious. I, no,
1: that's only if you have like Twitter a blue. verified account.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're paying for Twitter Blue, you
1: you're can, paying like, for dude, limited Twitter I, service.
0: Every time, I hate to be like, I thought about putting this in a video format of being like, I'm not a judgmental person at all, and then when I see somebody with a verified little blue check, and then I'm just like judging the fuck out of them.
1: I'm like, it's crazy how that's changed overnight. Dude, I know, literally overnight. He, he immediately ruined. what it I know. Means. It's. it's it, I mean, so honestly, funny. it's
0: pretty impressive because, like, it used to be like if I saw a blue check mark, like that liked my status or like or was talking You're about like, something, oh, I was boy. like, I was like, okay, cool, nice. Someone who has done something ha, is is you know like something that I made. Now when I see it, I'm just like, who the fuck is oh, this nerd God, playing Zuckerberg this or fucking yeah, asshole? Yeah, yeah, dude, and so it's yeah that is something like uh, crazy to think about how that the status of a blue check mark just changed overnight and i love the con like the the premise he did it on of like being oh you know the blue check mark's not just going to be for rich people now and it's like it never was it was for people <laughs> it was for like public figures who have done That's things like journalists yeah and, like,
1: politicians what the it, fuck you know? are you talking about dude it's so fucking stupid any, uh, yeah, we don't even talk about buck. Elon too much, but I did think that was really yeah. funny. I was like, I was just, I was like, man, it really... I don't understand because there's a conspiracy theory that he took Middle Eastern money, specifically maybe like Qatari or Saudi Arabian or Saudi, maybe you just say Saudi, but, the, and to purposefully buy Twitter and fucking tank it because it was used, it was like, Twitter was a big thing in the, the uh, what did they call that? Not the Egypt spring. The, sp- the Arab spring. That's what it was. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh, uh, the, yeah, the Arab spring. Twitter was a big thing in organizing a lot of it. And there's like a, a conspiracy theory floating around that they're afraid of that kind of stuff again. So they want to suppress it. And so Elon bought it and tanked it. I, I just like, to me, I don't think Elon is smart or diabolical enough. And I don't think, I think he cares so much about how people perceive him i can't imagine he would go about it like this you know it just this doesn't make any fucking sense to be like to go out and just like make it look like he is tearing cords out of the wall like (laughs) a child like but but, it makes him look so stupid and no one respects him
0: you don't think that he's smart and diabolic enough i i get i i agree but also it's like if you know he could just be the fucking guy to do it he doesn't have to be the one that
1: came up with the idea and also on I just well, don't think he could maintain the secret. I yeah. feel like he would be like subtweeting. Yeah. He would fucking like be retweeting like fucking yeah. people mentioning it, you yeah, know what I mean? He'd yeah. retweet like a Saudi person saying something like that and he'd be like, "Oh," with yeah. just the eye emoji, yeah. See, like, yeah, yeah he'd yeah. be the worst spot. I can see that. <laughs> I guess <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, he's um, like, wow, that's a crazy idea. Yeah, that's a crazy theory you got. A yeah, yeah. Um,
0: and also with like his image, I agree that he. I think he cares just too much about what people think of them, and like. I'll come at it from, like, an aspect of someone who also does, like, you know, I'm not, I'm never, I I will never, nor do I ever want to reach, like, Elon celebrity status at all. It sounds fucking awful. But as someone who, like, puts myself out on the internet, you know, in my creative endeavors, uh, it's hard not to, like, it's hard not to give a shit about, like, what people think about what you're doing because you're like, oh, I put a lot of work in this. But I feel like Elon has such a fucking dick writing fan base that like anything he does he just like just punched a, a, a child directly in the face and, yeah. and people would be like elon that's the best economical de- advice you've ever given yeah. I, I can't fucking believe it true <laughs> so, libertarian yeah thing. <laughs> yeah right
1: so um i don't know man I think, what do you think he gets high off those farts off of the like the people with the fucking elon or the tesla yes. profile pictures and shit
0: yes I bet that I bet that's like I But
1: everyone thinks they're losing on his too. <laughs> but
0: they they are they're in a fart bubble fucking sniffing each other's farts, dude. Fucking uh, how do yeah. we convince yeah. them? <laughs> you suck. can't. You can't. Um, we know. We it's like it. someone trying to convince me that like I dress like shit or I'm not funny. I'm like I am hilarious and I dress great. Like you're never going to convince <laughs> me otherwise, dude. So I I would like I I could see in like Elon's personal computer there's like a a porn file, and it's just like tweets about how great he is. Um, or like people talking about how incredible he is, and he's just like, that's it. That's what I'm fucking
1: cranking uh,
0: yeah. my hog to. I just, uh, yeah, that's true.
1: That's true. It's horrible. Has anything else happened this week that we could talk about? Anything? Uh, the Righteous Gemstones. Oh, yeah. It's great, dude. dude it's so good. It's so, so good. good. So Brandon good. And I were talking about, I, I like, I. Because you watched the most recent episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love how Judy's like, I'll be Jay's Yeah, bitch. yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I just, I love how she, like, uses the terminology uh-huh. that he does. Yeah. Like... Wholeheartedly, you know, I, I I love those two. I'm really. I hope they stick through it. As yeah, awful as I think Judy is, I really love them together.
0: They're, they're a good. They're a good balance. Like Judy is very fucking like in your face. I don't give a fuck. And it's like one of those things. Like she's like that, but I. She's not really like that. She just does it because she thinks that's she's how she's insecure. Be, yeah. Be. yeah, she's insecure. Um, and Bj is just this like a golden retriever, I'm existing because fuck yeah, baby, here I am. I
1: love how proud of himself he is with his earrings. Yeah, his, his little I like that the earrings
0: stuck after their like first breakup yes. or whatever. I love that. Yeah. Um yeah. I was very, very upset that the Montgomery boys went
1: back to their dad. I was very upset about that. Very bummed. I was like, I you was guys. Too like Eli might do an arc like that and yeah but you know it was a little too neat and in a bow yeah I guess I'd like to wrap that up in four episodes I'm like damn really they're like already on their side that's fair that but that's gonna be really like I feel really bad for like it sounds crazy but uh wait what's Danny McBride's real his characters Jesse Jesse, yeah. I like I feel like bad for Jesse cuz he's going to be so devastated when he finds out that they were lying to him. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz he's so insecure and needs like he's so hard to like uh-huh. make friends. I don't know. Something about the way he plays his character always just makes me feel kind of bad for him. He's just kind of I mean they're and all they're all kind of like they're all insecure, you know, like
0: yeah. as much as like Eli Jimstone is a fucking, you know, evangelical, you know, Christ for profit guy, for what it's worth, he really did run the church in a way that he felt was, you know, I guess for lack of better words, closer to God. Not so much as like, look at my fucking giant ass megachurch and all the money I make. Fuck I mean, you. Like, he well, was remember, in it for the was... money, but. Yeah, yeah. But okay. he was fully believed in the mission that he was pushing.
1: Um, yeah. And he did it in, yeah. a, in a very. And, you know, like he says that even in the most recent episode, he was like. You know, nothing wrong with buying nice things or taking care yeah. of yourself. And- yeah. I don't know I'm just like if you can you can and like the church does seem to be functional and help a lot of people yeah they more. do like,
0: and that's one of the things where it's like it's it's you know he's not fucking Joel Olstein shutting his doors to homeless people in a hurricane or whatever yeah, or just yeah. unha- like anybody who is affected by it but like he, they're genuinely doing things you know I don't agree with going to other countries and preaching about Christ to people who are impoverished uh, that's bullshit but still like it seems the church actually uses their money to fund you know things that help people uh yeah. and i feel like that's kind of eli's thing started all that and and i feel like he's doing it for the right reasons of uh, feeling like this is so what too. god would want
1: Even i though, don't really think any of his kids care about god in no the absolutely slightest. not absolutely yeah. not. They feel nothing to the lord I, I, yeah it, i was actually surprised when they had that news when baby billy's baby bonkers or whatever. Bible bonkers, yeah. That he knew anything. I was like, oh, I thought he wouldn't know shit. But, you know, he has to know something. Yeah,
0: That's what I was like. If you spend your entire life in a church from the day you're born, you have to pick up something. I was very upset with Keith being kicked out of youth ministry. Oh, dude! Dude, Keith is
1: such a good guy. Dude, and you know what? His, like, Adam fucking stood up for him. He really tried. He really tried to keep him on there. Yes, he did. He really cared about him. He didn't want to fucking break the news to him. He didn't want to fucking, like, kick him out. And I am, I'm like, kind of surprised what Keith's doing. I don't know. I'm I'm sad. I I hope that I don't know. I hope that they clarify their relationship. With I was each like, other. do
0: you feel like there's like some I homoerotic
1: wires being crossed here? Because <laughs> I was I, literally saying that to Reagan this that episode. I was like, I still don't know. If yeah, are they like, are I, they gay I, I or know. not?
0: Like, and I feel like I feel like the tension of it being a romantic relationship is there, but I feel like Kelvin is so. Christian ingrained in that being bad and a sin that he would never like that, like he has an emotional, he has an emotional relationship with keith that's just it is what it is he has a relationship with keith but he's so ingrained in like being a christian that like it would never cross his mind that would be quote homosexual you know i I mean not that emotional relationships are homosexual you get what i'm saying though i'm just saying you know but they haven't done anything with him even
1: like liking a woman or anything yeah at all like he isn't dated or nothing
0: and there is that there was that scene in i think it was the last season where or maybe it was the first season i can't what there's only two seasons i'm an idiot um the first season no, is this oh, the third yeah, yeah, season yeah. no Wait,
1: i thought there's only two out,
0: seasons yeah. it's two it's got to be two unless i'm tripping okay yeah uh, you're right you're right. um where where they have the van that gideon's fucking dude was driving and keith comes out and he's wearing a t-shirt with no pants on and like the tip of his wiener is hanging out which leads me to believe that like kelvin is cool with excuse me keep no, we walking yes. around not
1: get. Yes, half naked I, in his house. But again, it's, it's exactly the kind of weird ambiguity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly how I read that scene too. I was like, whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know, like, yeah, I don't know. And like the whole like
0: muscle men for Christ or whatever.
1: The thing is, what makes you think he might? There are
0: be. some very gay things that Kelvin is doing, but I think I, I think he just. You know, the Christ thing, blinding his vision, he just sees it as, like, you know, muscle man closer for God. That's amazing. You know, they're strong. They're
1: strong for Christ or whatever. I um, thought his plan with them, by the way, last season was a great idea. Yeah. Making a big show of them. Yeah. You know, I think that's fun. It, the message of, like, being strong through the Lord, very clear. Yeah. I was like, that could have been a cool thing. And They were really dismissive of his idea. Yes, they were. That one. Um, I thought that was terrible. I don't know. I, I'm,
0: I, I'm still sad, though, because Keith is a good... He's a good guy. We haven't seen the
1: last. Uh, no, of him, absolutely sure. not. Absolutely yeah, not. He's. I. I really like his character. I, I mean, I think everybody's been really cool this season. I don't know. They've really fleshed everybody out. Yeah, very well. Surprisingly likable for I, what you know about him.
0: And and I, because I just the fact that the Montgomery kids stole a bunch of fertilizer what are they a money blow, nitri- yeah what maybe? are they are they gonna blow up the gemstone church? Up the church yeah that's what i was thinking they're gonna blow up either the gemstone church or they're gonna blow up the church that his sister could, was living i in. could
1: see that being the kind of season finale thing yeah. of they blow up the church and then like so if we have a next season it's them starting Re- starting over, over. From the yeah i up. could see that it mean, would be hard for them, you know. Because, then they could kind of do an arrested development and make them poor. Yeah, you know that's I mean? true.
0: Yeah, that's very true. I mean, the kids. So are imagine already, how horrible they'd be dude. if they're poor. Dude. The kids are already running the church into the ground, so it's like, I mean, yeah, they are. They're, they're, exactly. Yeah, they're close. They're close, and it's like Eli's not going to come out of retirement to fucking. No,
1: I don't know. He's I, just I feel like
0: play. I feel like he wouldn't let. Say the church doesn't get blown up and the kids are just running it into the ground, I feel like he would not let, I don't know, I feel like he wouldn't let them do that, but also, like, He's he, done. they got they they lost their biggest donor, They the, yeah. all the ministers pretty much, most of the ministers pretty much quit, and he hasn't stepped in and taken the reins, yeah. so I he might just be like, fuck it, I don't care, like, this is your thing, and if you fuck it up, you fuck it up, I'm not going to be around long enough to see you fuck
1: it up, so... Whatever, and then there's the, the whole. The cap and pistol scene was so awkward. Yeah, and I was so mad at Jesse. I dude, like, I know. But I also, I'm like, I bet that that Danny McBride is like that. I bet he can't. Yeah, stop just can't swearing, stop swearing. No yeah, matter I where could he's, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> just he is that it, guy. It, dude, now. it's so embarrassing though, because it's
0: like my guy. You're like you're like embarrassing your dad for one you're yeah. in this super prestigious society and and you got here early yeah you got here earlier than your dad yeah. did and then like pretty probably everyone else uh because of who your dad was and you're already in a you're already in a place where people don't really respect you because of you're riding on the coattails of eli yeah. jackstone but like yeah. for you to sit there and be like fuck this fucking what the fuck I'm do you so think I was like, you us, idiot God. you fucking stupid
1: dumbass and then but i think that- I bet that slap was a big deal for him. I bet that really fucking. I really hit hope. Hard for him. Really hope it
0: did. And then for him to like talk to the, the, the other family minister guy that he hates, where he's like insinuating that he fucking was the one that had him beat up. He's like, the guy's oh. like, yeah, I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Shut
1: your mouth. Yeah, you feel like
0: you're <laughs> fucking untouchable and you're fuck, you're not. You're, dude, you're, you're not. It's just how it is. Um, absolutely pissed me off. I was like, like that's why you're bad at crime because you cannot not talk about the crime that you did. Uh yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do like I did like the scene where the dad shows up while they're having dinner and then it basically was like they were oh, talking everyone to everyone the pulls out a, a gun. gun. Yeah.
1: I love I love when he's like when did you all yeah, get Yeah, Kelvin's like, when did you guys get guns?" And he like grabs a fork. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Um yeah. I I when he was like Who's gonna shoot me? I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah, you? they all. Like the, that, what are you talking about, room. dog?
0: And for you to show up unarmed is baffling to me. It's insinuating I, I, that you were unarmed. Goofy goober, yeah. Absolute uh, goofy as goober. Uh, how long did you say your notes were? Long. Uh, long. I think. Look and see. Who,
1: who's supposed to go first? Uh, I was just looking at that. Just checking, because you always list them in order. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a secret code I didn't know about. Or I, I think it's just
0: I. I'm pretty sure I. Uh, if I don't do it every time,
1: just kind time, of do it accidentally. Yeah, if I don't do it time. every
0: time, it's at least like 95 percent of the time they are in order of who went first. You uh, went first last week. Okay, so since yours is,
1: is since yours, I remember that.
0: Yeah, since yours is longer, let me go first because mine's only like two paragraphs into the third page it's really short i kept it short because you said right. yours was going long so i was like all right i'll, I'll find a short out. one yeah uh this one is a little more true crime centered i did this story on my youtube channel there's two stories that i think are just fucking bananas uh and it's this story and the survival of mary vincent um but mary vincent's is really kind of like brutal and i wanted to keep it somewhat lighthearted, um, it, so keep it less brutal um so uh since you said your notes are going to be a little long. I thought I'd keep mine on the short side. I thought again, this is one of my favorite survival stories. Uh, It's a little more true crimey, but it is a survival story nonetheless. Um, So I'm going to be covering the survival story of Sarah Brady. Um, So it's February, 2005 uh what a year hollabat girl was in the Sarah billboard Brady. charts it was uh it was the year batman begins release as well as guitar hero it felt like there was some sort of fucking oh, like man. harmony in the world dude. my boy uh oh this is great yeah it's halloween dude, right
1: it's actually cold on halloween yeah, yeah.
0: um so you know i that,
1: dude that was the coolest. 2005
0: baby it felt like there was
1: superhero movies cool
0: felt like there was some sort of harmony in the world uh or maybe i was just too young and stupid in my clinical depression Yeah. yeah my clinical depression hadn't kicked into maximum overdrive yet so it's 2005 our main character sarah brady is 26 she's thriving she's glowing she's nine months pregnant she's actually overdue like this baby is fucking coming out at any minute dog um so she being pregnant sounds fucking awful by the way shout out to women uh big air horn for women because that is fucking crazy or you know people who have uteruses because that i just don't know how nope that is feels never like an alien like you're growing another person inside of you that's you're that's an alien you've got it literally yeah. sucks
1: away the yeah, calcium the, out of your bones yeah
0: that is that is fucking bonkers don't like that at all Freaks me out. So, she's nine months pregnant, and at the time, she is registered at Babies R Us. So, if someone wants to buy her some much-needed baby supplies, they can just go there, and it'll get sent straight to their house. So, one day, Sarah's just fucking vibing, doing, you know, whatever someone who's fucking nine months pregnant and overdue does. Excuse me. She gets a call, she picks up the phone, and the woman on the other end uh, greets her. Excuse me. She says, uh, basically... Hey, what's up? My name is Sarah Brody, and it seems that a, a package from Babies R Us has been sent to me by mistake. Um, I guess we're both registered at Babies R Us. We have very similar names. Shit happens. Sarah Brady's like, oh, yeah, okay, no problem at all. Give me your address. I'll come pick it up in tomorrow or whenever. Uh, honest mistake. So she shows up to this gal's place. She lives in a basement apartment. Nothing really seems out of the ordinary. They talk for a short while, and they talk about how they're both nervous to be mothers, um, because Sarah, uh, Brody is also pregnant, obviously, if she's registered at Babies or Us, but, uh, she's just registered there for fun. She's like, yeah, yeah, just for yeah, fun, <laughs> dude. Um, Buy me some baby stuff. Yeah, I don't, I'm whatever. a baby. Yeah. I just really like the little snacks. Yeah, it'd be cool. Have you ever
1: had the, the baby yogurts? Yeah, 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 like, yeah The little puffy like, things? Uh, poofs? Yeah. kind of like poofs. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So good, um, dude. Great snacks. Maybe
0: she just needs new clothes for her Cabbage Patch Kids, dude. I don't know. I'm not gonna judge, but... In this instant, they're both pregnant. So, um, Sarah Brady says basically that uh, she just kind of got this vibe that Sarah Brody was very young, she was alone, um, and she just kind of needed someone to talk to. Like that, you know, she didn't get any bad vibes or anything. She just saw a young, soon-to-be mother who needed, you know, a listening ear. Sad pregnant lady stuff so sad pregnant ladies stuff air horn for sad pregnant ladies <laughs> so so a couple of days go by uh you know sarah brady is going about her business and she gets another phone call she picks up and it's good old sarah brody and she's like hey girl boss sorry to bug you again but fuck i got another package for you here And Sarah Brady's like, okay, no worries. You know, it happens again, super similar names, registered at the same babies R Us, whatever. I'll come pick it up tomorrow. And hangs up. After the phone call, her fiance's brother was in the room with her when she picked up that call and she and he was like, Who's that? And Sarah basically was like, Oh, it's this girl who's also registered at Babies R Us. We have very similar names and she got another package that was addressed to me. And he's like, That's a little weird. Do you want me to Come with you to pick it up, and she's like, "No, it's fine. Uh, don't worry." Oh. Yeah, she's like, "It's fine. I've A already." A woman
1: who's like, "No, I will just go meet this person yeah, by myself." Yeah.
0: Well, she's like, "Brave." Yeah, very brave. But she's like, "I already went there and picked up one package. It's it was fine. Nothing happened. I didn't get any bad vibes. So, uh, it's cool. Don't even worry about. It. I'll just go solo dolo." Um. And so the next day, once she gets some free time, she heads over at Sarah Brody's house, and once she gets there. Things seem a little off kilter," she says. "There was like this really, really tight tension in the air, uh, but nonetheless, you know, she's there to get her package, and then she'll be on, she'll fuck off on her merry way. So nothing really
1: to worry about. I don't uh, feel like that's what's gonna happen. So the two Sarahs are
0: talking, and Sarah Brady can tell that the other Sarah is kind of like dragging this conversation out, uh, trying to get her to stay a little bit longer and she'll be like, oh, hey, come look at this, or hey, check out my nursery, you know, whatever. And at this point, Sarah Brady is kind of starting to feel uncomfortable. She's trying to get the fuck up out of there. And she also doesn't want to be rude, though. She's like, you know, I'm sure she's like, oh, this girl is mad lonely, doesn't have anyone to talk to, but the vibes are definitely off right now. So Sarah Brady is like, all right, bitch, I got to piece the fuck up out of here, you feel me? Uh, I got to pick up my son from school and shit, so I'll see you later, alligator and uh sarah brody is like okay yeah that's fine but can you help me look for this real this thing real quick and sarah brady is like fucking jesus christ fine yeah so they start looking for this bill that she was apparently missing and as they're looking for this sarah brady sees an inhaler sitting on one of the nightstands and on the inhaler is the name katie smith and she's like that's weird um that's a little odd do you have like a fan going on in the background uh, let me. I'll get it. I'll get it. Yeah, you're good. No worries. I just, I, like, you weren't talking, but it was still, I could hear, like, it making noise. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know what that is. Uh, he's not here right now, so I gotta talk to fill the dead air because I don't want to, uh, you know. I don't want to edit this thing, so I'm going to give you the best recipe to make the best chocolate chip cookies of your entire life. You will never need another recipe after this to make the best chocolate chip cookies ever. And he's back, so I can't tell you the recipe for the best chocolate chip cookies you'll ever make in your entire life. Uh, that secret will die with me. Yep, can't I have it now. It. Yep, you ruined it. I can't ruined have it now.
1: It. The secret is to add just a bunch of weed. Yeah, it, just so. a
0: bunch, of, just a bunch of can of butter. Um, so, like I said, she's looking for this inhaler, or I'm sorry, she's looking for this bill. And she finds this inhaler with the name Katie Smith on it. And she's like, oh, that's weird. Uh, vibes are a little bit worse now. Um, so she tells Sarah Brody, she's like, all right, for realsies this time, I'll see you later. And as she goes to leave, Sarah Brody starts just, like, screaming in pain, comp- complaining about, like, contractions and shit. And Sarah Brady, because they're both very And very I'd be pregnant. like, dang, that sucks, yeah. goodbye. see you later, hope you deal with that on your own, I'll call the ambulance on my way out. Um... So Sarah Brady's like, oh fuck! So she goes to help her, and Sarah, no way! Dude, she's oh like, she's God. trying to be nice, man. She's trying to be nice. Um, That's what you fucking but, get. But if you get bad vibes from somebody, fuck that. Just leave. Just you don't have any- to be nice to everybody. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have to be nice to everybody. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Don't get traffic. to yeah. whatever's
1: about to happen.
0: So um, Sarah Brody pulls her into the bathroom, and Sarah Brady says that as soon as she shuts the door. She just Sarah Brady just stopped screaming. And it's like, Oh, well, I guess that's over. Um, it was like oh. a fucking, you know No way. Immediately, you know, flipped the script. And Sarah Brady said that her face looked completely different, like fucking batshit insane. It was like one second she was screaming in pain, and the next minute she was perfectly fine. So Sarah Brady's like, Bitch, what in the goddamn fuck? Uh all right. I'm going to leave since you're okay. Time for me to be hitting the old dusty trail. Uh, good luck with whatever's going on here. And Sarah Brody's like, oh, yeah, no problem. Just one sec while I grab this thing. And she's like, oh, my God, bitch. Um, so they exit the I bathroom. Dude, I know. Just leave. What? Um. So they exit the bathroom, and they're going back in the apartment. And while Sarah Brody is off grabbing whatever the fuck she was grabbing, Sarah Brody's kind of like peeking around, being a little snoopy snoop. And she looks in the other room, and on the wall, there is a People's Magazine like cover that's been framed and hung up on the wall. And whoever the celebrity in the photo is has their face scratched out. Um, and I'm like, that's, that's a red flag. You should immediately leave. So Sarah's like, all right, this is fucking super not chill. We got to get the fuck up out of here. And so she heads to the door and is kind of like... This- like-
1: Barbarian. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, So she heads to the door and she's like, all right, super fun hangs, girly. I'm going to get on out of here, though. And like the fucking musty kid from your eighth grade lunchroom table, Sarah Brody, is like, oh, can I have a hug before you go? And. No. Obviously, Sarah Brady is trying to get the fuck out of there, so she's like, Whatever gets me out of here quicker She's trying
1: to get out of there so she gives someone a hug. Yeah, yeah that makes uh, a ton whatever of sense. gets
0: her out of there quicker without being rude, you know what I'm saying? Wouldn't so, want to be rude. Yeah, wouldn't want to be rude. So she If she was rude, she might be in a weird situation. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's like, Yeah, sure, whatever you need so they have this nice little hug and as they break from the hug sarah brody is holding a huge fucking kitchen knife and is like you're not going anywhere um and she's just like yeah I yeah know. she's like I, feel, <laughs> I, I, I saw this coming i had an yep. idea yeah yeah so um she man- sarah brody manages to uh get the knife out of sarah Bro- knock the knife out of sarah brody's hand she like grabs it cuts her fucking hand up and then, but manages to knock it out of her hand. And she leaves the apartment and is running up the stairs to leave the apartment building. But Sarah Brody is right behind her and she's like fucking screaming her really. head off. Um, screaming her head off, and yeah, I, I don't know if like just the neighbors weren't home or if they were exercising, minding my own fucking business to the full extent. Yeah, I
1: gotta be honest, man. If someone, if people were like screaming bloody murder on my street here where I live right now, I'd be like, I'm probably just gonna stay if, away from the windows. Yeah, if that if
0: someone was, I don't know, there's been times where people across the fence or like, someone's like screaming, just out of their mind and i'll i'll like call someone and be like hey go check on them because they're like fucking and they don't seem like they're okay like something bad is happening uh but if it was happening in my building i would like i'd grab my gun and just be like you all right you gonna die like what's going on out here but it, it is what it is so um she's going she's running towards the exit of the apartment building but sarah brody grabs her by the hair and drags her back into the basement apartment slams the door shut behind her and locks it so, Sarah Brady is all right. Is like all right. Well, now you know it's a fucking fight. Like I, only one of us is going to come out of this apartment alive. And they're bo- you know Sarah Brady's, or sorry, they're both pregnant. Um. So oh, yeah, they're both yeah pregnant. very very pregnant.
1: Um. So wow. Yeah. Um. So dude, I'd be scared of a pregnant woman who was like trying to get in a fight. Yeah. What the fuck. Like is you're wrong fucking you? out of your mind. You're a you're, lunatic. Yeah, a
0: lunatic. Um, so a fight ensues and they go at it for like 20 minutes. They're throwing each other over the couch, into the coffee table. that is exhausting. Dude, yeah,
1: 20 minutes of just like fighting for your life. Pineapple Express. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That fight scene they have that ends with them hitting with the scene. Yeah, like, yeah. That yeah. fight goes on for a long for time. Ever, and it's like three yeah. minutes, you know. 20 <laughs> You're like minutes taking of, a breather. Yeah. A lot of, uh,
0: twenty minutes <laughs> of fighting fight. for your life. That's twenty minutes of, of, of like exerting yourself to the fullest extent. The because fullest. like I yeah. have to survive this. So they go the whole nine yards and right. eventually Sarah Brady is able to grab the knife and she stabs Sarah Brody. And I think even Sarah, I think when she stabbed her, Sarah Brady was like, you bitch, you just fucking stab me. And she's like,
1: obviously, duh. <laughs> nah. That's the most yeah. I'm being stabbed yeah. to say. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? Stab <laughs> me? Um,
0: so, you <laughs> bitch.
1: Yeah. Um, it's so on the nose. <laughs>
0: so, uh, Sarah Brady manages, stabs her, gets up, takes off out of the apartment, and she makes it across the street before she passes out. She's awoken, by cops who then detain her Good. and oh. try to get the full story because at, at this point in time
1: it just, just looks like she murdered a woman yeah exactly at this
0: the point street. the cop is like you murdered a pregnant woman then that's all they see a dead girl and then another girl across the street who has blood all over um, she's
1: gonna be telling the story and they're like but why didn't you leave yeah why didn't you leave the entire time
0: <laughs> um so they're like you just murdered this gal you got to come with us oh, so she
1: did die
0: yeah so she died um but but sarah yeah really good stabbing sarah brady did not know that she died she just thought like she stabbed her and was able to get away
1: so hard to actually kill people yeah right
0: so while holding sarah brady at the police station they make her do like a six fucking hour polygraph test which anyone is 2005 not even real yeah not even real um because they thought she just murdered a pregnant lady so they they're getting the full story of what happened While they're doing this, they're also searching Sarah Brody's apartment, and this is when the full story starts to actually unravel. So, Sarah Brody was actually Katie Smith, and in her her apartment, they find, you know, her dead, and they find out that the pregnant stomach she had was fake. It was a fake belly. Um... And that she was never actually pregnant. Oh. Uh, inside her apartment, she had like a whole entire nursery set up. She had diapers, bottles, formula, One the baby, all types of shit. And in the closet, police find basically a cesarean section kit. Uh, it had, a, oh. yeah, it had, it had a scalpel. It had gloves. It had a makeshift umbilical cord clamp. Um, the whole nine yards. So, and police put together that Katie Smith had actually planned on killing Sarah Brady and cutting her baby out of her. Um, oh yeah.
1: My God.
0: So apparently Katie Smith was just kind of, you
1: know, I bet that's been done before. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. People been have done gotten before. away with that yeah. and just raised a hundred percent. That's horrible. That's so horrible. Yeah,
0: it's awful. So apparently Katie Smith was just kind of obsessed with pregnancy and the idea of having a child. Can't relate. Don't know why, but oh, she was could Not,
1: um, <laughs> ever met a baby? They're so yeah, boring. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: right. Uh, and so shit. goddamn needy. Um, Ugh, so, yeah, she had been obsessed with this idea of having a child for since she was like a teenager. And she was telling everybody, all her friends and family, that she was pregnant. And she was showing people like fake sonogram pictures of twins. Um, and, you know, this obviously wasn't the first time. This apparently wasn't the like, first time she faked uh, a pregnancy. Either you know, but uh, the thing
1: is, you could fake having or like a pregnancy and losing it yeah, so easy yeah. with no question. Nobody's, gonna, no. Ask Nobody's yeah. gonna ask
0: about that. Nobody's gonna ask about that. So the police are like, oh, okay, obviously you just didn't murder this lady in cold blood. She was just fucking cuckoo crazy. Excuse me. Um, at some point, Sarah Bro, or I'm sorry, Katie Smith's family, like got it in their head that. Sarah Brady was at fault because the real story was that Sarah Brady was going to sell her baby to Katie Smith and then backed out of it and just killed her. And it's like, what how, in what world does that fucking make sense? Dude, uh,
1: sometimes you got to come the, to terms with the your families, kids are fucking psychopath. The families of people who do crazy shit are always doing yeah, that. Yeah, the
0: mental gymnastics to to where their kid is not in the wrong.
1: You know my the fucking Lawrence neighbors, those goons, yeah. that family swears up and down left and right about all the horrible things they've done being justified or not and real. I'm like, yeah, shut, the shut the fuck, the fuck up. up. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: it's so terrible. yeah. So, uh, Sarah Brady would go on to, you know, give birth to her daughter, healthy, you know, thriving, all that she, she's she been on. That baby was
1: fucking dipped in Dude, adrenaline. yeah, over. oh yeah, Oof.
0: absolutely. And uh, she goes I'm on. glad
1: it didn't get hurt at all in that right? fight. I'm That's like crazy. super
0: surprised. Or like, the the stress of that not even inducing labor. I thought she was labor. gonna have the baby. Yeah, same. I was like, how, like, you were fucking made of steel, girl boss, because that is For you to not go into labor while you're fighting for your life and you're overdue is fucking bananas, but she was on an episode of I Survived, she was on Oprah, uh, and she basically was just like, yeah, she was like that she was like honestly that kinda showed me like what I was made of and like, you know, that I can get through. Dude, I feel
1: hard. I would feel i feel hard. It'd be a horrible thing, but you're like, I know I could fight to the death. Dude, yeah, if know? I if I had that's to, a, I could fight to the death. That's yeah. a thing that ever that most people can only fear for or never even consider. Yeah. And she and now she goes uh, about her life knowing for sure yeah. she can do it.
0: That is a tough fucking lady. I think lady. that
1: yeah. That that's pretty Tough cool. as fucking nails, dude, yeah
0: but uh it's one of my one of my favorite so stories. you picked
1: this story because of how relentless that
0: other woman was to get a get baby, a baby right? and how <laughs> relentless sarah brady was to keep hers and her life
1: <laughs> uh, that dude and i was thinking about how like rare it is to have such a brush with a death like that like yeah. i don't know you know you don't get on a plane that crashes is different than, like, oh, I almost got chopped up.
0: That is, yeah, Um, for lack of better words, it's the very niche way to die. <laughs> like, oh. um, I just, yeah, what are the odds, man? Like, you have to be in, like, and, and so the, the way, I, one thing I forgot to add in my notes was that, Katie Smith had tried to do this to other people, doing the same method of what she did was she got their information off the baby's R S registry because you could just do that at the time. Faked her name and tried that's a good scam
1: set. It is, yeah. If you can get someone to come to your house if you have a real scam, you could probably get them at that point. Yeah, if oh, 100%. All the way to your house. Yeah. Um, it, babies RS has since, after
0: this incident happened, changed the registry policy to where nobody can do that anymore. Just get people's information, you know? Um, but yeah. Good idea. great idea. Yeah. Great you idea. Murdered, yeah. Pregnant woman babies uh, again, us. all the rules paid for in blood, baby. That's uh, true. I'll pay if, if, if it's a rule, it's because someone has either gotten seriously injured or di- almost died or died doing it. Um. So, but yeah. Uh. Uh-uh, uh. Yeah.
1: in Rush. Yeah. Goo on the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> um. But, oh, that shit is never gonna get old to me. Never. I not. love that he did it to himself. Yeah. You know, it's very sad that he killed those other people, especially yes, that it, young boy. Especially that
0: young boy who didn't want to go. Like that's the only. The only I feel really bad I have for that kid. Like that sucks. That kid had his whole life ahead of him. Uh. he and, just
1: wanted to Rubik's his cube? You know. Yep. Just wanted to fix that that. But the other guy being so sure that he was right, God, I can't get enough. Yeah, of it. can't it's get the enough. Funniest of fucking thing. Um, all right, that's a good story. I really like. That. Right, that, crazy. I, I was thinking of it as like a movie. You could make a tight eighty-minute oh, movie. Out you of that could easy. definitely make a tight eighty-minute movie, especially out of that. if you hold her captive for like. Twenty minutes. Of yeah, movie, yeah. You know I mean? A twenty-minute yeah. fight scene that's half your movie, right there, dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the fight scene is real. That, that yeah. would be so. Uh, it'd be like that Family Guy chicken. Yeah, yeah Peter and the episode. chicken. Yeah,
0: yeah. Where it's like the majority of the episode. Yeah.
1: Uh, so I covered, so after I did Harry Anslinger, I was inspired because I was like, man, the 20th century, early 20th century U.S. government was some of the most despicable fucking yeah. bastards that have ever walked this planet. And they were throughout their whole lives relentlessly dog shit through their whole life. And so I covered Anslinger and I was like, you know who'd be perfect for this? It's fucking Jay and your Hoover. There you go. Uh and that's who I'm going to cover this week. I don't know. Do you know that much about J. Edgar Hoover? Uh, I know a
0: bit. Like nothing super extensive, but like I've, you know, I've heard I've read a couple of stories or two. Do you have a J.
1: Edgar Hoover fact? Uh,
0: that
1: you can think of, off he, the top of
0: your head? He's one of the re- he's like one of the main reasons Charlie Chaplin got banned from I actually being didn't even want United to cover States. all that, but yeah, yeah you're right. That was one of he them. He got him yeah. for nice. what it was for like uh, taking. I mean, shit. It was, it, yeah, it was for taking basically a woman over state lines for sexual purposes when it was basically him just traveling with whoever he was shacked up with at the time yeah. through the United States. It was
1: because Charlie Chaplin was sporting unions yeah. and he thought of him as like a communist. Yeah. But yeah. And, and okay, cool. So you get it. J. Andrew
0: was a fucking degen as well. So it's like him yes, calling so Chaplin out for that.
1: that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, I a lot of people tend to not even know who these people are, like Harry Anslinger, Edgar yeah. Hoover. I want people to remember how dog shit they were. I want people to know when the DEA and the FBI and the DOJ and the other alphabet boys commemorate these heroes yeah. of their fucking past. I want you to know that they're commemorating like some of the most awful people the United States has ever produced. And that is a stiff, stiff... If competition oh man yes it is so many comp- competitors straight out of florida <laughs> it's like you'd never think it but yeah jagger hoover so he was born in 1895 on new year's day the son of a government employee and a mother i mean she didn't have a job or anything or couldn't because it was the 1890s yeah. so he was that was her life um he had no birth certificate Which is a little odd, and you remember that fact. Remember that fact, because we're going to come back to it late in the story.
0: Okay.
1: Um, Even though it was required at the time, and he was raised a mama's boy. So he grew up exclusively in D.C., uh, clearly, not a man in the 1800s because he didn't move around a lot. Yeah. So, loser. He went to Central High School and sang in the school choir. He was in ROTC and the debate team, nerd, nerd. And he argued against women being allowed to vote and for the death penalty. So, cool. we have a good idea what a fucking nerd yeah, he was. Not right off the
0: in the slightest.
1: I love how they're like, in high school, J. Edgar Hoover was a proud advocate for the death penalty. Uh, I'm all like, right. ew. Yeah. I, he, I'm fucking 16? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was considered a very effective debater with cool and relentless logic and a rapid-fire manner of speech he developed as a way to counter his stutter. So, Ben Shapiro. It's yeah. called the Ben Shapiro.
0: I would love to see his his rapid-fire fucking knowledge that he's using for the women shouldn't vote argument. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, he was 18 when he got his first job, which already – pussy yeah uh when as a messenger in the orders department at the library of congress and it was here that he familiarized himself with the government process of data collection that he would later utilize in his career he went to school at the george washington university law school got his bachelor of laws and while he was at law school he did he um he became very interested in anthony comstock a u.s postal inspector who was obsessed with christian morality and upholding it in the u.s government oh and he was God. worked to censor vice pornography and birth control in the united states this is who hoover was like i this man is amazing i don't so, how
0: does this even pornography and birth control like what oh i God. just you was the weirdest things postal inspector he wanted to censor this shit the like, weirdest sayings
1: people will die on, the hills people will die on it's like shut up for real. So once he got his master's in law, he got hired by the ironically named Justice Department to work in the War Emergency Division. And at because it I forgot I didn't even write down what year it was. Eighteen so it was World War One, so it was like around then. So um at twenty two he was given a whopping nine hundred dollar a year salary, which worked out to be twenty three thousand now. So yeah. he's making yeah. eleven and a half an hour at a full time job. It's yeah not
0: the best i, I saw during meme, world war one I. I saw what? A meme, i saw a meme that was like a dude time traveling and he went back to world war one and the guy was the time traveler was like what years or you know what years and he's like oh it's the year of the great war and he's like uh, the time traveler's was like oh you mean world war one and the soldier's like world war what i'm sorry what yeah <laughs> there's
1: a second one it's like yeah not long not long yeah. after <laughs> it's didn't you'll be in it yeah God, you yeah. will be there uh, during World War One, another famously terrible racist president, Woodrow Wilson, who I might cover, because nice. horrible, authorized uh, the Alien Enemy Bureau within the War Emergency Division that was allowed to arrest and jail disloyal foreign nationals without trial. In his capacity, the U.S. found that of 1,400 suspicious Germans in the United States, a whopping 1,172 were arrestable, and 98 were actually arrested. Um. They don't really go into what made them so arrestable besides being German. You don't say. And uh I'm surprised they weren't he didn't go after the Italians. I love that Hoover yeah. was after the Germans, Anslinger was after the Italians. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want Europeans no, in America. Was, they've only been there for like hundred and twenty years. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So, uh, in 1919, at only 24 years old, Hoover was named head of the Bureau's new General Intelligence Division, which internally was called the Radical Division, because it was responsible for monitoring and disrupting domestic radicals. Um, Which is what a bunch of straight uh laced white christian nerds thought was yeah, radical
0: the le- so, the least radical thing you could ever do i mean Not di- what do you care all, about
1: what do you care about yeah. people getting health care radical Radi- women yeah. voting radical, radical. <laughs> uh, having sex radical <laughs> radical um so at this time it was communist because america was starting its first red scare yeah um, his first assignment was to lead a series of raids called the Palmer Raids after the AG at the time to arrest anarchists, communists, and socialists. Oh, who was targeted the most out of all of these? Italian immigrants.
0: <laughs> 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 Gotta get them Those goddamn <laughs> Italians. Gotta get them out of here. <laughs> a
1: scourge of the yeah. early 20th century. Um, so over 10,000 people were arrested in this – dude, g- Across the country, imagine a federal raid like this where they arrest 10,000 fucking people who just disagree ideologically yeah. with the U.S. government. That's fucking Terrifying bananas. time. Yeah. People Very don't understand time. how close shit got to really nasty in yeah. the U.S. Um, so over 10,000 arrested, nearly 600 deported, which uh, shockingly a bunch of them were leftist labor activists. Wow. You don't say. Who- Hoover led many of these raids because the AG was busy suppressing a strike from local coal unions. Yeah, it's like I got <laughs> yeah, to a lot. I, of... <laughs> I,
0: I got to kick the shit out of these coal miners, dude. So
1: like, take care of what, uh, get the Italians I got a lot the of fuck out of here. Be, yeah. yeah, for real. I got some <laughs> Italian coal miners. I need to go yeah, the piss out. I gotta of. I got
0: to go fondle the balls of coal moguls. So
1: yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> One of the uh, men that was targeted during this was a man named Felix Frankfurter, dubbed the most dangerous man in America because he was legally competent and was against the U.S. enforcement actions. And he actually became a Supreme Court justice, really? the most dangerous man in America. Yeah, that's crazy. Believable now, but back then, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. His actions drew the attention of the attorney general, obviously, because he's like, oh, man, this yeah. guy loves kicking the shit out of his <laughs> <habits."> <laughs> Uh, And other powerful Justice Department figures, netting him the deputy head position in only two years. And in another three years, he was named the acting director and finally presidentially appointed director of the Bureau of Investigation, appointed by Calvin Coolidge, widely agreed to be one of America's most mid-presidents. He's actually often ranked 24th out of 45, so he's just there.
0: I forget there. he was even president, to be honest. Everybody does. Forgettable. Yeah. Very forgettable. I feel like Dude, that it, is it, the hundred years,
1: Biden's going to be the Calvin Coolidge yeah, yeah. No
0: one's going to remember no, him being it, president. It, that is really, like, the worst thing you can be. Like you didn't you A forgettable were the president that's top. why they
1: get so obsessed with their legacy yeah at the end. that's fair You yeah
0: top dog you were like the guy in the united states and just people forgot about you that's crazy <laughs> that's insane I mean, how
1: long were you president eight yeah. years
0: jesus that's like people being like <laughs> that's people like, like forgetting about jesus that's like yeah, yeah yeah. all right <laughs> he's not that's even crazy. the most popular guy in the bible it's fucking yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. so um hoover oops hoover Takes decisive action when he takes over. He wants to fucking, he's a hard charger, right? He wants to make changes. He wants to make the agency fit, clean, and do their jobs right. So what do you think he does?
0: Goes after the Italians.
1: Uh, he Boy. fires all of the female agents and bans them from being hired
0: nice yeah that'll do it that'll do it we need more dicks around here we need more hogs swinging in this office you know what i'm saying can't none of that can't have none of that feminine vaginas walking around our office Ugh, yeah disgusting
1: God. i was like they're there man they're working yeah. they worked what are you doing uh, what are you so mad about
0: dog like what are you angry what are you angry he was actually
1: at? known for being kind of a random persnickety boss who would fire people for looking ugly or pinheaded or stupid Damn. and he would also punitively move agents assignments uh there's a famous example of melvin purvis he was a gangbuster he got some big arrests of some bank shooters at the time and he fucking lockered that dude because he was getting way too much attention and he's like no i want it yeah I'm i was saying yeah i was you me. can't
0: you can't be taking all the eyes away from me I'm the, only Me, the one who can do boy. good. Yeah, I'm the big boy around here. I wear the pants in here
1: the 30s were a big trial for old j edgar because the economy kind of sucked and a lot of high profile gangsters were publicly not being arrested and stealing from banks nice. as they crossed state lines dude the first half it's of tight. the 20th century it's still awesome oh, it was man, crazy if we I, were out of our minds yeah. Leaded gasoline was making us crazy uh-huh. we all had machine guns and dynamite if, it was the best
0: if there is like in, and i don't know i i how do i word this being in the early 20s would suck ass you know for four. anyone who's not like a straight white guy um but also <laughs> definitely not yeah yeah fucking but just being like i'm gonna go rob a bank fuck it what are they gonna do catch, like catch me uh, you like, know what yeah. i'll do
1: i'll drive faster yeah i'll try
0: yeah <laughs> i'll drive fast that's all i gotta do and i'm gone i
1: have a bar yeah, so yeah. i <laughs> bought this from the government for four dollars yeah Wild uh, time to be it alive. Sears. Yeah,
0: from the Sears catalog, actually. They shipped it with my house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> FBI had smuggled arrests and raids, but Hoover knew his job was on the line. He was feeling it, so he ratcheted up the pressure and oversaw the arrest of many of the most famous criminals of the time. I say arrest. It was actually often just public executions. Yeah. Um, this included Dillinger, Machine Gun Kelly. I hate that we hey, have a rap. I know, dude. Uh, he know. ruined it. He was the coolest yeah. gangster. Uh, And Alvin Karpis, uh, not a cool gangster name. But back then, it was a total coin flip if they would machine gun you to death or arrest you. Or actually arrest you. Some of them got arrested, some of them went to jail. Successful apprehensions got the Bureau a lot of clout, and in 1935, they became known as the FBI. And he also upon the new name, massively restructured it, and he wanted to establish a headquarters and a laboratory. So it was consulted with some forensic scientists at the time, and he built a US FBI laboratory because he wanted to make, make policing real work. I respect that i'm glad that labs are real police lab work is fake though yeah. so it kind of didn't work out you know like yes it should be rooted in science to find these people but the police do it and yeah. they're fucking morons yeah. and they're wrong so they just make things up thread analysis fake yeah. bite mark analysis fake especially being you know, like police... Polistics analysis pretty much fake yeah
0: and being like a like today it's like oh you're a police officer okay cool you went to like a month of training but back then it was like you're a police officer so you just showed up one day and we're like i yeah. work here now, yeah, it's like if, like, like yeah, in today's today's science. world, if I have to go to more school, go through more schooling to be a, a hairstylist than you do to be a fucking police officer, like that's that's a problem. But like you back then, tests yeah, tests still, dude, like, dude I insane,
1: insane to me. So anyway. He starts the FBI lab. He massively expanded the fingerprinting files to the FBI, eventually collecting the largest fingerprint collection in the world at the time. And this helped propel the FBI to be the agency for domestic intelligence. Because back then, the government was fighting each other. They were like, I want to be in charge. Yeah. And they were like, vying for power publicly, which is like, you know, wrong. That's Should- what you want, dude. That's what you Everybody want. Everybody points to the Soviets like, they're so fucking yeah, bonkers. Yeah. It's like, we, did, we just did all yeah. that shit before them. We just hammered it out already (laughs) and we lost it was all businesses The businesses won that's all shockingly despite all the big-time gangsters he was arresting he consistently denied the existence of not just the mafia even though italians were the worst and organized crime as a whole he was like no not doesn't exist concern that's fair how could this be as i'm sure many of our listeners have a commanding knowledge of the early 20th century they were like how could you be ignoring all these gangland shootings that were so popular You know, you're going to tell me the Valentine's Day Massacre was just random violence? Great question, engaged listeners. (laughs) So we learned the last episode that Anslinger and many other officials were focused on it, but mysteriously the normally astute, observant head of the FBI now was still denying it. There's a couple reasons to believe this uh, was the case. As time has passed, more information has come out. Not a lot came out at the time uh, while Hoover was in charge. He kept shit pretty tight. He was kind of... KGB. Yeah. And, um, but now, at with Freedom of Information Acts and, you know, time passing and mo- almost everybody in the story is involved just dying, we've discovered that Meyer Lansky and Frank Costello had some compromising photographs of Hoover. Photographs are said to depict Hoover engaging in homosexual acts wow. with Hoover's protege and deputy director Clyde Tolson. Uh, are you shocked? Dude, not at, shocked? at all. Not at all. He's like, get all the women yeah, out of here. he's like, I need more hogs
0: in this office right now.
1: Give me a protege and like, hey, he make him right cute. Away. Yeah. <laughs> So, Hoover and Clyde Tolson were real close buds. They went to work and home together. They ate lunch together, vacationed together on holidays, and at one point even shared a bachelor pad. Obviously, Hoover and Tolson denied anything if anyone was so daring to question the KGB boss. Yeah. Are you gay? We're just... Gay, bro. Yeah, we're dudes being bros, man. What are you talking about? This is we're just broing
0: out, broing down, fucking down. No, no. Yeah, we go on vacations that.
1: together. We eat together. We talk together yeah. secretly, and sometimes we hold hands when we're in the car. So and they were it. roommates. <laughs> there was there was also there's tons of stories of like someone being in the car. They were holding hands. You know, they they were at like gay clubs. They were like pretty gay. They were doing gay ass public gay ass stuff, and I was like you were pretending not to be yeah you know bro, just like I, I i mean i get we'll it Come back, at the to times, remember that.
0: but you, you still suck like you
1: to remember what we know remember what we know yeah so um, how how they got those pictures are even close to hoover was a bit of a mystery but many suspect it's because hoover was a degenerate degenerate horse gambler who would send agents to fucking drive their agent car full of agent federal gas money and fucking place bets on the horses nice them and yeah. it's believed that the gangsters fed him horse racing tips and a, uh, horse racing tips to get him, you know, close and whatever and it was maybe a coincidence that Hoover consistently steered the FBI away from prosecuting bookies, gamblers and horse racing mm. at the time. And that's why Harry Anslinger had that in and I think he kind of wanted to stick it to Hoover cuz he wanted to be the big yeah, dog, you know. Yeah. They were fighting to be in power. Isn't that crazy? That is fucking wild. What the fuck? Uh <laughs> Just he's just like wild he's, times. He's such an yeah. asshole. Yeah, I know. Such an asshole. So the forties were when Hoover operated with the most impunity because we were in um the second of the world wars. Yeah. Uh, what many will be calling the middle of the world wars. <laughs> the, the threat of America being in war was becoming more and more real, and Hoover was given broad powers to pursue American interests. FDR told him to investigate potential spies and told him. He's like, if you want to wiretap anyone, you have to let the U.S. Attorney General know every time that you wiretap a subversive. And the Attorney General's like, I don't think you should have wiretaps at all. I don't want to know about this shit. (laughs) And so he it just wiretap people with no accountability and he used it to spy on his opponents often i uh, would be he, wiretapping
0: everybody under the sun i don't give a oh, fuck if you did. were yeah if you were an adversary or not like, I, I would sit in my office and like watch people walking and i'd like have my gay boyfriend and be like wiretap that guy
1: that one's (laughs) me That guy walking his dog wiretap him (laughs) i i heard earlier colson say that his wife told a funny joke Wiretap, yeah wiretap it
0: and if she Uh, is funnier than me i want them imprisoned and and then wiretap them in prison so i cocaine in their home yeah
1: yeah so he uses powers constantly the standing ag robert jackson decided to name him because he just fucking blind to justice, (laughs) uh, wanted nothing to do with it, knew very little. So I wrote in my notes, this is an, an O-dub, oh, I wrote 194 for the year. I didn't put the last digit. So, in one in the 1940s, yeah, it, he even rubber-stamped Hoover's request, oh, I think this was, like, after World War Two. So, he rubber-stamped Hoover's request, he's like, yeah, do it, yeah. to reauthorize it without reading it, and he gave Hoover unlimited authority to wiretap anyone he wanted, whatever he wanted. I mean, That's so. crazy, dog. It's <laughs> oh, been, my God. It's
0: bananas to me that, like, these kinds of people get this kind of power, but I'm also like, you can't have to be this kind of person to get this kind of power because
1: i would be like oh i would never want to wire yeah i would never wiretap anybody yeah for no reason like mostly because i don't want to get in trouble yeah you know like i I want to wiretap all those people
0: oh absolutely not oh absolutely but i'm like i you know if there if there is nothing unless yeah tell me all your motherfucking secrets unless there's like concrete evidence that they are you know an enemy of the state we're in war or whatever um i i just wouldn't wiretap anybody i just i don't give a fuck man like no yeah, yeah. i wouldn't do it
1: <laughs> what <laughs> what do you want yeah <laughs> i know you're gonna say something what do you want are you looking what are you looking for huh a new foot? That thing. i put it i had it all because the landlord was supposed to come by dude my landlord so my landlord only wants my shit paid in fucking cash right that's Pisses so weird off. that's is so me the fuck off she's an italian lady from new jersey i'm just saying I'm These saying, fucking Italians, Italian, man, coming I'm just in saying. our. Yeah. So, uh, they. <laughs> so, this, she says she's going to come by today and pick up the rent. Okay, sounds good.
0: I thought she lived somewhere else. I didn't. I thought she lived. She lives like, in New Jersey. She's oh, right. right, right. Yeah, I yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, took right, my shit up. That's right. And she, um,. Was, and so I had to go to the ATM and fucking get the shit out. I even had to do it twice because I needed more of the money. I needed more money out this time, and the limits were low there. So I had to go twice, annoy the shit out of me. And she's like, actually, I don't think I'll be able to make it. Can you just zell me the money? And I was like, I don't even have a bank here. It costs what? me money to take this out. I'm not going to put it back in. You're going to come pick this up, and then I'm going to zell you from here yeah. on because." What the fuck? It's just convenient for you to. Dude. S- no, I'm sick of fucking spending my That's cash. That's
0: so stupid. weird that she just takes as fuck. Ca- it's so shady that she only takes Super cash. Shady. Very, Plus very shady. Plus, her getting
1: all of her mail at my house, dude. Also
0: shady. shady. Super hell hell shady.
1: Hell shady. Um, so, anyway, Hoover got to do whatever he wanted, and he wiretapped every foreign embassy in the United States nice. and would not stop until the late 60s when, as an old asshole, he became obsessed with his legacy and he started to. Yeah dial it back a
0: little
1: there you go fbi even discovered at one point um doing all this that soviet spies were operating in the u.s and there are several bait messages that were able to be intercepted uber kept them in his own personal safe and did not tell the president attorney general or the secretary of state for years and it wasn't until 1952 that he told the cia that he had that shit like what that's like your job, my guy. Like, you're a terrorist. Yeah, How what can the you fuck? That shit? Dude, the, he with all those wiretaps and the shit he kept in his safe, he had his fucking film on the scale. Like, oh yeah. He was in yeah. charge.
0: I wanna see this was, I, I would like to see what? who uh I would like to see who like the guy who's in charge of all his wiretaps. Like is it just some dude fucking sitting he's like, in like dude, a what? Are uh, you
1: sure? Yeah, <laughs> sitting in an
0: office and he's like, Oh, can I look at this wiretap? and he pulls out just like a fucking giant Rolodex and he's like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah Uh so um and that wasn't even a one time thing. Whoever used this wiretaps to gather info on all sorts of undesirables, uh like um you know Martin Luther King, yeah. and he used this information to blackmail subversives. He was able to discover, for example, Marcus Garvey, a prominent Black Jamaican activist who is working to establish a shipping company that would help to serve Black people in the U.S. And it was also, I think, part of his mission was to help people leave the U.S. And he, uh, J. Edgar Hoover ordered FBI agents to illegally sabotage the operation and bankrupted it before it ever started. Damn. He had had them, like, put sawdust in the gas tanks or something and, like, ruined their boats and then the whole thing fell under. And he just, I'm like, fucking open corruption like that is insane, dude. God damn. And, um, so the 50s were when he was spending all of his time to direct the FBI to investigate tens of thousands of subversives that dared to promote Dangerous radical topics like racial and gender equality, fair pay, and government accountability. Uh, the U.S. Communist Party actually steadily dwindled under his crackdown, eventually getting down to less than 10,000 members in the United States, with over 1,500 of them being FBI informants. So it was like one eighth of the Communist <laughs> Party was the FBI. <laughs> When the Korean War started, Hoover showed President Truman a list of over 12,000 Americans. He's like, hey, bud, these uh, need we need to suspend the ri- habeas corpus and arrest all of these Americans for no reason right now. And Hoover was like, fucking yeah, no! What? <laughs> or Truman, I mean. He's like, yeah, oh my god, yeah. absolutely not. Where did you get this list? Why do you have this? Yeah.
0: There's no reason. I just, you know, throw names so, on the board.
1: So, uh, yeah. yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> around this time, uh it was around this time that hoover publicly and verbally attacked the naacp interracial marriage yeah. and he, pr- 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 he praised the clannish white supremacist org called white citizens council i call it clan ish
0: yeah clan adjacent it is the clan
1: he also formalized a program called uh, c-o-i-n-t-e-l-p-r-o i'm gonna call it cointelpro yeah it
0: does not roll off the tongue
1: it's it's you know it's hold on I actually didn't even write down what it stood what it for because it's it's uh no it's funny because all of the things are like this covert and illegal program <laughs> no it's for illegal um oh here we go there we go yeah counterintelligence program oh that's it that's it it's just what? kind of like they're like it'd be cool if we said it like this yeah like, but it doesn't it's it doesn't weird and yeah it's clumsy. Uh, yeah so, it's anyway. very clumsy so Pro targeted any organized group of people that weren't white or wanted to make uh more money or take things from the government or from corporations naturally oh and women so they targeted Nation Islam, Black Panthers, Martin Luther King himself, yeah. the American Indian Movement, United Farm Workers, the Women's Labor Movement, and a little bit of the Klan. Uh, just to say they were even. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Give us the uh, names that being... of the people you don't like in your organization
0: and we'll fucking... Yeah, uh,
1: really. <laughs> uh, we'll <kick> <laughs> yeah, we'll clean up the Klan for you a yeah. little bit. You want to hear it, anybody? <laughs> uh, that being said, in 1963, when the Klan bombed a church and killed four black girls, Hoover personally directed his agents not to provide any of the gathered information they had to prosecutors, even though they had overwhelming evidence of who had done it and yeah. linking it to the Klan. He personally shielded the Klan. Dude, and so when I meet people... And we're like thirty minutes into meeting me as a person, and I'm telling them about how the head of the FBI shielded the Klan, yeah, for Martin, like in the war against Martin Luther King. I sound like a lunatic, but it's true. It's, it's all true. real. It it's is overwhelmingly real. true. <laughs> it's like every minute. This is all true. It's fucking crazy. Robert F. Kennedy personally approved wiretapping Martin Luther King on the limited basis that Hoover indefinitely extended. Yeah. He's like, oh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, ooh. He has like a piece of paper that had like a square cut out of it yeah. for the signature to yeah. be on the other form beneath <laughs> it. <laughs>
0: Got his ass The
1: FBI would later go on to publicly discredit Threaten and harass Martin Luther King And it is thought by some That the man who shot Martin Luther King Was framed And the FBI probably knew about Assassination attempt was coming. I think the FBI just fucking shot it. Yeah, I would say if uh, <laughs> like, like, that's all. They are fucking. They did all, that. They that, did yeah. broad daylight that's raids. A, that's all
0: people. a good story, but like you know, why wouldn't the FBI just kill him? Why? Uh, what, they, did, yeah. they have no reason. Not it's, not. it's not like today where they're like, oh, man, this will cause a fucking shitstorm for us. I mean, it, we're not going to get in trouble, but it will cause a lot of problems. But, like, back then, they were just murdering people left and righties. Like, why not? Like, I get it. You know, you want to kind of put a layer on the conspiracy onion of, like, oh, he framed this guy. But I think it was just the FBI. It was just a guy. Yeah, an agent I was like, all right. I just
1: shot him. Yeah. I just shot him. It was right when he started because... A lot of people don't know this because the message Martin Luther King is purposely diluted, but he was very big on economic justice, and it was starting to be when he was, he started to hang out with people that could make a general strike happen, yeah. and he was talking about, about that, and that was that was when he fucking died. I was like, oh, that's a coincidence. Yeah, what? A I mean, coincidence. maybe it is. I don't know. So, anyway, they would eventually target and murder Fred Hampton and other Black Panthers yep. in an open raid. They literally just cut in the door and shot him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I don't know. That's that's just a murder. By 1971, the FBI would then finance, arm, organize an ultra-right-wing anti-communist paramilitary org that they would use to threaten anti-war protesters or just harm them. Yeah. You know. So that was, that was what the FBI was up to. A little bit of ultra-violence. Uh, Maybe a huge surprise, but many of the subversives that um, J. Edgar Hoover targeted were, in fact, gay. Or suspected to be gay. Uh, He didn't call them gay, though. He called them sex deviants. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. I mean... And in 19... 51 he issued a memo to 40 top bureau officials to identify these sex deviates in the government and disseminate their names in the agency's employment so they would be fired so for over 20 years 360,000 files on gays and lesbians were collected by the fbi under the sex category sex perverts in government service what
0: the fuck it's only okay if i slam ass all right nobody else can <laughs> slam ass <laughs> i can be the only one slamming ass I'm the only one who makes money, yeah. and I slam
1: ass, I, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. I don't want to smell a woman, yeah. I don't want to see a black man, Yeah, I, and that's it. So, uh, And and he did act on this. When Eisenhower was able to sworn in, uh, was about to be sworn in, Hoover told him a that a top campaign aide of his um, Arthur Vandenberg Jr. was gay. Someone fucking and shooting off
0: fireworks in your, at your neighbor. What? Oh, yeah. It, it's what it's a not bunch of stop. bastards. What a it's bunch of bastards. It's not gonna stop for weeks, dude. dude Here, I'll bring my game down. Yeah, a no, you're closer good. Closer. It's no worries. It's
1: fucking July it's 5th, never, my guy. Oh, dude. They are not gonna stop. Oh, long. man. So, um... So yeah, he got that, he he fucking outs Arthur Vandenberg Jr. in front uh, of Eisenhower, gets him removed from his position, and then, a few years later, Arthur gets a new job as a lecturer for the University of Miami, and fucking Hoover leaked the news to uh, a news org, so they would report on it, got him fired. Damn, dude. Um... Only I'm and honestly I'm just scratching the surface and I'm getting near the end of my notes. Yeah. This was just the the worst things I could find. Like these are the things that I'm like, this is what you gotta know that he did. Because there's so much. There's you could literally do weeks of talking about all the horrible things that he did fucking
0: menace Uh, to
1: society he was one of the most dangerous toxic influential people in the federal government in the 20th century and his influence echoes through the justice department to this day every one of his horrible crimes could be an entire episode in itself but i wanted to convey just what to extent his hatred and his abuses went and how relentless he was in his pursuit of them by the 70s hoover was an old man he was 74 and nixon was president Nixon wanted to get rid of him, but he was terrified of him, fearing reprisals, and he'd probably lose half of his fucking staff yeah. if he gets something against Hoover. Harry Truman uh, wrote of Hoover during his presidency that the FBI under him was leaning more towards the Gestapo. It was, he was like, yeah, we're kind of just beginning our own secret police here. Um, Hoover was the director of the FBI. To his last fucking breath, when he died uh, of a heart attack on May second, nineteen seventy two, air horn for when he died. Dying? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. yeah. When he died, Nixon responded, "Jesus Christ, the old cocksucker." <laughs> nice. Nixon, nice. You could almost feel the federal sigh of relief when he fucking died because that guy had had his. He's been a shadow, yeah, over like yeah. Hollywood, the government, like that. That's everything, and businesses. Like, dude he's is the, the boogeyman. Everything. So, in 1979, a report came out that criticized the FBI's investigation of JFK's death, calling it incomplete and citing Hoover specifically as the reason for their reluctance to investigate the possibility of a conspiracy in Kennedy's assassination. Probably coincidence that Kennedy didn't really like the FBI and actually wanted to get rid of it because of their abuses. Huh, weird. Crazy. Weird. The guy in charge of the FBI didn't investigate his death very good. Weird. Um, It wasn't until he died that a little more... uh, salacious rumor started to emerge about Hoover's past and I think this is the final detail you need to know about Hoover and this is what I want you to remember that I feel like cements who he is right this took a long time to come out and it's not confirmed but it's there's strong evidence too uh, I've got a quote so in the late 1950s I was a young girl growing up in rural Macomb Mississippi A story had been passed down through several generations that the land we lived on was owned by the Hoover family my grandfather told me that this powerful man edgar was his second cousin and was passing for white if we walked talked about this he was so powerful he could have us all killed and i grew up terrified about all of this uber himself has historic ties to a family of passing mulattoes. that was the term that they used yeah yeah in new orleans and new orleans has a history of being one of the few places in the u.s that mixed people could live as though they were white yeah and the stories believe that he was born to that family. Remember, there's no birth certificate. Yeah. Oh. And he okay. He was brought up by the Hoover family. There, he was moved up to DC. There's contemporary evidence from the 1930s that had other black people at the time calling Hoover a soul brother. They just like they were just like, yeah, he looks black. They thought he looked black. If you look at him, he has the features. Yeah, has, features. You know, yeah. He's, he's not like. I mean, he could definitely pass as a white guy. Yeah, absolutely. yeah He yeah. did. Yeah, but. Like in the '30s, people didn't know that he was hiding it, and they were like, "Yeah, he's black." You yeah, know? especially
0: just- like, especially young him.
1: yes like yeah. Absolutely. As he's
0: older, you, they oh, kind yeah. of go away. But That's young the
1: picture him, you're looking at that one.
0: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah and and
1: looks- yes,
0: this one right here.
1: Oh, oh yeah, yeah. for sure, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um. And writer Gore Vidal, who grew up in Washington, D.C. in the 1930s, also said in an interview, it was always said in my family and around the city that Hoover was mulatto and that he came from a family that passed. So this was like, you know, kind of fucking – it's not confirmed, sure. But there's – but what do you think? Could Hoover be a gay black man who led the U.S. government's most vicious persecutions of gay and black people? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's not yeah. confirmed.
1: Not um, confirmed. Uh, Emphasize that, but that's crazy. I, I'm like, he was confirmed gay. Like, no fucking yeah, denying. Yeah. And I'm like, he was a self-hating gay who targeted gays everywhere, it, ruined their fucking lives. He
0: he was a self-hating. He was someone who hated these parts about him so bad that he targeted them. Targeted them in his work. So
1: plus, I for think him to target. Target well, gay people. I think people. targeting them extra hard is like cover. Yeah, too. yeah. So
0: for him to target gay people as hard as he did, and target black people as hard as he did, Wait, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is that a it, crazy it, sentence. It, yeah.
1: <laughs> is him <laughs> is trying that to, a gay black man? Yeah, no, no. Is, let's is him trying to
0: cover up the things he hated about himself the most? Um, yeah. you know, why would I? Why? Why would? How could I be this if I'm? You know, tells as all this time. How could I be this if I'm speaking so avidly against it? Um, and of
1: course, it's what he like. Th- do you think J Edgar Hoover has the power to suppress that? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. hundred really percent. Did. He's murdering yeah. people, he's wiretapping everyone. He's murdering people just it's in broad daylight. Getting like getting murdered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Not
1: yeah, no no issues about it. Dude, he is Jagger Hoover is a spooky figure. Yeah, like a real is. spook. Like I mean a government spook. I think that word maybe has a rich connotations. It's not what I mean. I just yeah. uh, He's a government fucking like just man like yeah, you said yeah. like i just the u.s has not really had a lot of people no like he, he is in it, its it, whole history he, he's like one of its most powerful
0: even even like people who were openly like oh this person's evil have not been as evil as j edgar hoover
1: or uh, as influential like i wonder you know, i the guy was
0: untouchable I, yeah i wonder if you went back in time and you like my my first thought was like go back in time for ten seconds and just slap the fuck out of him and leave. Um would be hilarious. But I wonder it'd if you feel real yeah, good. Yeah, it feel real good. Um I wonder if you if you would went back in time and you he's like in his office and you just teleport there so he kind of knows that you're just fucking crazy. A god. A god, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> um and you're like, Hey, I just want to let you know that after you die, um all this stuff is going to come out about you. Like are going gonna, to know that yeah, you're a gay black man. Yeah, you are a gay black man. So you're trying to hide it really hard, and it's having the opposite effect. You know, It's the, the kind of like the Barbra Streisand effect. You're trying to cover something yeah. up so hard that people just look at it more. Um, I wonder if that... I don't think it would, but I wonder if that would like change the way he conducted things. Um, yeah.
1: I don't... Yeah. I, he was on the wrong side of history. Yeah, in he every was. Regard. In every I single mean, way.
0: There was not a right <laughs> he, thing he was on.
1: I'm surprised that he didn't publicly support the Nazi Party. Yeah, you know. Actually, I didn't I guess I didn't just check that he didn't. Let if he did sure. it publicly,
0: you know for a fact you at, at some point in his life the words eh, Hitler kinda knows what he's doing probably left his mouth.
1: Like I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I am positive yeah. that J. Edgar Hoover did not like juice. Yeah. I'm I'm just gonna go out on a, on fucking, a limb. On you, a you, limb limb and, and guess that, yeah. Well oh, yeah, there was who was I? Remember reading this one article that was like, uh, "Oh yeah, I found it. It was this Guardian one, and they said that Hoover suffered from personality disorder, a narcissistic disorder, mi- with mixed obsessive features, paranoid elements, undue suspiciousness, and some sadism. A combination of narcissism and paranoia produces what is known as an authoritarian." Personality Hoover would have made a perfect high level Nazi. Damn, that was a yeah. quote from a, a medical doctor. <laughs> a perfect high <laughs> like, no, level. No, nazi. he was fucking ruthless. What a, what a thing
0: to be called. You would like that. Yeah. That's also a terrible insult. You'd be an excellent high level Nazi. Yeah. High-level nazi. Yeah, <laughs>
1: God damn. So, yeah, that's that's, that's crazy.
0: That is fucking bananas. What a piece of shit. <sighs> Rest and piss. The worst, literally, the worst. worst
1: probably the Absolutely. worst person
0: we've covered I mean I I don't know hold on we've covered some pretty shitty people but like he really I think just he's in, bad in the, I mean he
1: ruined a lot of people's lives he oh killed a ton people. of people
0: in uh, the spectrum and like changed history for you know for the worse
1: he set uh, gay and black rights back decades, yeah, yeah. you know? and and for, I think... He probably killed Martin Luther King. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, I, like he, it's like he stabbed Jesus yeah, with a spear. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> he dude. He would be one of
0: those soldiers doing it if he could. I, I, I just... Oh, like, yeah. yeah. um, I feel like, historically speaking, he is probably the worst person we have ever covered. For someone bad as in has a h- impact he's on the history john brown yeah yeah for sure for <laughs> sure really yeah. yeah um as far as historically speaking goes he's yeah, probably I I haven't
1: covered too many horrible we haven't
0: people covered many that. terrible people we've just recently kind of started doing that but like as far as like fucking up history he's probably the worst we've covered um I mean, we've covered yeah, in our disaster,
1: you know. I kind of liked, yeah. Yeah. I liked, I mean, Thomas Corbett kind of like stumbled through history like a fool's gum. Yeah. I love, <laughs> I love his shit. But cool. yeah, no, I, I just looking at the ones I covered, definitely he is the worst. The worst, yeah. And I haven't
0: really covered that many bad people this season. No, so
1: He's definitely worse than Harry
0: Anslinger. Yeah, Harry Anslinger yeah. was like was a awful. piece of shit.
1: Yeah. Like, also, like. At least Harry Anslinger probably wasn't. Gay, yeah, and like, or, and, what, like did, and didn't persecute gay people, or like yeah. you know, Mexican, yeah, for his story that would True. probably be better, or Italian, if yeah, out <laughs> the Italian. I'm like, oh, oh my god, dude, fuck the Italians are among us everywhere,
0: dude. everyone's <laughs> Italian. <laughs> um, damn, uh, that is a good fucking story, that's crazy. Um, so all right, well,
1: recommendation for the week,
0: uh, watch Megan, it's really good. I might try it. Do it. It's go, good. See yeah, movies, go see the
1: guys. Transformers movies, Guys, it's movie. not bad. Not it bad really at all. It wasn't bad. I I had this revelation while I was watching it. I was like if everything they were doing and saying was <sighs> simply were copy-pasted. They took out P- Peter like giant Transformer yeah. and pasted in like marvel characters and then instead of shooting guns they were shooting blue balls of light at each other i'd be like this is stupid as shit this is the worst but they just made it robots i'm like "Bad, Bad
0: fucking ass dude dude, and some explosions let's go baby Uh, awesome. alright well yeah go watch the new Transformers watch Megan it's on Amazon Prime we'll see you guys next week uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe you can uh, send us mail at Podcast. that's the Instagram or Mail at gmail.com we'll see you guys next week be safe be kind to others be kind to yourself love you so much bye bye